coffee and your Bible. January 13th, 2023, and this is Daybreak Live with the Nesbits. Oh, anyway. Hello. So, today we're going to talk about heaven, because really what we're studying is what everybody thinks of when they think of going to heaven. It's in the songs. I'm going to prove it to you. Here's an old hymn, country hymn, about heaven. Here we go. Praise the Lord! 
Streets of Gold, Pearl Gates. No more tears. No more crying. No more forgetting the lyrics. No more airports that won't let you get on a plane because you don't have a COVID test. Pretty sure we can all remember the words to holy, holy, holy. Hallelujah. So... You might say, what is Charles still doing there? Well, that's what we're wondering, too. But when they got to the airport, the, the, the crazy thing is things changed so fast. Just as of this Sunday, we understand this changed Sunday. And, you know, we've been keeping a check on it, but we haven't checked since Sunday. So as of Sunday, to leave, to get on a plane to go to Honduras, you either have to have the vaccine card or you have to have a test uh, showing that you've had a test within the last 72 hours, uh, proof, a proof to get on the plane to head out. And I understand it's that way going to Haiti, so it might be that way going to any country. But, uh, so Brother Charles got stopped at the gate and was not able to get on. And so he headed back, and he went through a lot going to get his test yesterday. All of us went to get tests. We went to either a clinic or a fast pace, or a, we all went somewhere to get a COVID test, COVID-19 test. So we all got our tests. We all got our results. We all got our proof. I don't have flu A. I don't have flu B. I don't have RSV. I don't have COVID-19. <laughs> but we got the proof now, so... <laughs> Now, we'll see what happens. You know, here's the deal. I trust the Lord. I totally trust the Lord. And if he has a job for us to do down in Honduras and he wants us to go do it, we, he's going to make a way for us to get down there if there's somebody that we need to speak to. And if the Lord had rather we not go, then everything won't clear up. So we'll just see what happens. So if we don't leave out tonight at 1230 to head, you know, to load up to go to the airport, if we don't leave out for Honduras, then we will see you next week right here having Bible studies. We'll finish Revelation next week. Uh, if we do head out, I'll give updates, you know, here, but we won't have daybreak for a week. All right. So... I put in the title heaven because really most of the people or most of the churches, when you grow up going to church and people talk about heaven, generally what we have been reading the last two days is what they is what people are talking about. It's what we sing about when we all get to heaven. Are you more than this morning? I am. Why? Okay. You're just looking fuzzy on my screen. Not sure if it's that way with anybody else. Okay. Well, I'm hard lined in. I'm hard lined in. Uh, where was I? You threw off my grave. It's okay. It's okay. I don't mind being thrown off. Heaven. This is what we sing about. When people talk about no tears in heaven, there, no tears, no tears up there, sorrow will all go away. This is what they're talking about. You know, we read there would be no tears, no more pain, no more crying. And I said that has to translate. I mean, there's no more death. There's no more sickness. That's how it has to translate. Then when we get to 9 and going from 9 to 22.5, there can be debate exactly what it's talking about, but we know it's talking about New Jerusalem. 
what we try to understand is, is this new Jerusalem before it comes to the earth, when it's hovering over the earth? Is that what happens before it comes down during the millennial so we can access it? Or is this already just the eternal state? And you know what? There's differences of beliefs there. But the size is what is phenomenal. Now, my partner, Brother Bernie Morris, sent me a picture yesterday, and I, I downloaded it onto this program so I could show it to you. So if you go up, so what? here's what I shared with you yesterday. Uh, the angels, uh, John is saying that the city is a square, okay, and it's 12,000 furlongs. I shared with you yesterday, uh, one furlong is a measurement, it's a Greek measurement, uh, that translates to about, not exactly, but to about 600 feet in our measurement. So if you take 600 times it times 12,000 and then divide it by 5,280, right? It's over 13,000 miles. And I actually looked at someone that had done it and said 12,000 furlongs equals about 1,380 miles. Well, 1,380 miles, what would that look like? If, if Because if that's how wide it is, that's how long it is, but it's also how high it is. And so Brother Bernie sent me a picture. This is what it looks like from 1,380 feet high. I'm going to throw it up here. Here we go. You want to look at that? That's almost halfway across the United States. Look at this. That's what it looks like that high. <laughs> yeah. It looks a little round. Now imagine that. Just imagine that. It's like, what? I mean, we're reading... We're reading about stuff that we can't comprehend. We're reading about heaven. We're reading about forever with the Lord. We're reading about a city that even though it's described, we can't get it in our heads. Now, that's just how high. That's looking from the top of the city. If it was sitting on the earth as the earth is now, we're, and, and remember, it comes down to a new earth. So whatever the new earth is going to be like, I don't know. We, we don't know. No more sea, we know that. But I, I typed into Google this morning. I was just like, okay, from North Pole to the South Pole, if you went straight through the earth, how many miles is that? And straight through the earth from North to South Pole is 7,917 miles and one half. Straight through the earth. This, this city is taller, wider, and longer than the earth straight through. That's amazing. So I started trying to look up, see if anybody anybody had some depictions of it. And the amazing thing is, is every picture I looked at just seemed, it's like, nah, don't do it justice. But I did find one that shows the city hovering over earth. I want to show you this one. And you, my podcasters, I'm sorry that you can't see these. You know, go on YouTube and go to CWOW or the Nesbitt's one and check out these pictures so you can see them. But, Check this out. New Jerusalem hovering over earth. Uh, of course, this depiction would be probably in the thoughts of the millennial reign. Uh, but the new earth is talked about as it's the nations are walking in the light of it. And there's no need for the sun. <laughs> there's no need for any of that. So it's just amazing. It's just amazing. It's incomprehensible. No, that's not the right word. It, it, I can't comprehend it. 
indescribable, unattainable. Right. Uh, you know, and I was thinking, it's a, when you showed that picture from that Brother Bernie sent you from way up, I was thinking it's a good thing we'll have no more fear because I've always been a little shy of heights. Scared of heights? They look pretty high to me. Oh, babe, you'll have a new body. When Jesus... Our, we don't know what it's going to be like the Bible says, but we. But the Lord says, the, the apostle says, it'll be like his body. Well, listen, you remember after Jesus resurrected from the dead and they're all in the room with the doors shut for fear of the Jews? Yeah. What happened? Jesus appeared. Your body's going to be like his. Travel is going to be different. I don't think we're going to have to have a car. Or a, or a truck. A vaccine card or nothing right? I mean, I don't know how it is, but I know that it's going to be like him, and I know he could just go right through a wall. <laughs> I know that. So it's amazing how it's going to be. Another thing I wanted to be sure to point out today, now, really, we're just kind of looking back over some things I wanted to be sure that we mentioned about the new Jerusalem that's so awesome. One, in verse 12, it says, and I felt yesterday, it's like, I need to, I want to make a point on this. She had a great and high wall with 12 gates and 12 angels at the gates and the names on them, which are the names, listen to this, of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. Okay, we're talking about the final New Jerusalem, holy city people look at as heaven. And yet today, Many in the church, and I'm saying this with love. This is a loving rebuke. Today, many in the church today think God doesn't care anything about Israel anymore. It doesn't, none of them matter. The tribes of Israel, none of that matters. Now all God thinks about is the church. Come on. What are you, what's people thinking about? Now, number one, the foundations of the wall all had the names of the who? Anybody? 12 apostles on the foundations. So it's like you go to Nashville, you see a big building, you look at the foundation, there's a plaque. It's got somebody's name there, right? Well, there's 12 foundations, 12 names of the 12 apostles. Okay, a little hint. All of those were of the children of Israel. Oh, Amen. Did you know that? They were. <laughs> Even Paul, something, well, Paul replaced, he's the one that replaced, okay, he's of the tribe of Benjamin. It's amazing. And then the gates are one pearl, and it's the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. And I said all this just to say, it, it hurts me in my heart when I hear preachers say that nothing about Israel matters anymore. It matters. Now listen, nobody is going to be saved without believing in Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, just like you and I had to believe. All the Jews have to believe just like we have to believe to be saved. They don't get a special entrance because they're of a physical lineage. But you must understand God has a covenant with a nation. And it is through that nation that God blesses every tongue and tribe on the earth. And matter of fact, when we are saved, no matter who it is, Every nation around this earth, when we're saved, according to the scriptures, we're adopted and brought into this covenant, this olive tree, this blessing that God has given to his people. So how is it possible there's, that there's anti-Semitism in the churches today? How is it possible that people don't have a love for the Jews? When Jesus is talking about 
uh, he's talking to the Samaritan woman. And uh, the Samaritan woman, she says, and this is in the Gospel of John chapter 4, she says, you Jews say that Jerusalem is a place we need to worship. But our fathers worshiped here in this mountain, and that's Mount Gerizim, and they did. Uh, there's a difference in who says where we need to worship. Jesus says, listen, you don't understand what you worship. And then he says this line, for salvation is of the Jews. The very fact that salvation is of the Jews should make us say, oh God, thank you for the Jews. Oh my Lord, save the Jews and open their eyes because most of the Jews today do not, they're unsaved. They're not born again. They don't know the Lord. And therefore, they think their rituals are going to make them okay with God. So we need to be praying for them to be saved, for all to be saved. Amen. Anyway, that's a side note, but I just wanted to say, this city has the marks of the Jewish people in it. And yes, if you're born again, you get to be in it. If your name is in the Lamb's Book of Life, you get free access to this city. You get to come up to the gate and the angels go, yep, come on in. Isn't that beautiful? Amen. You guys just having jokes over there. What are y'all doing? No, no, no. <laughs> Later. Later, okay. So then going again, let's skip down because all of this is just a description and there's nothing I could do to explain it. It's okay. Look at this in verse 21. The street of the city was pure gold. Street of the city was pure gold, like transparent glass. What? I know what transparent glass looks like, but how do you have gold that looks like transparent glass? Beats me. This is amazing. So, well, we've probably never seen pure gold before. <laughs> this is just so beautiful. This would be, he didn't need the sun, didn't need the moon to shine in. The lamb lights it. The nations of those who are saved. Ooh, the nations of those who are saved walk in the light of it. So we walk in the light of it, but we also get to enter it. Now, no, nobody that's wicked gets to enter it. But the nations of those that are saved get to walk in the light of it. And if the name, and look at verse 27. There shall by no means enter in anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who's, uh, who are written in the Lamb's book of life. We get to enter. The nations of the saved walk in the light of it, and those in the Lamb's book of life get to enter it, but those who lie, they can't enter, right? This is beautiful. I love it. And we're going on to 22.5 now once again. And we'll close uh, after this. But let's really take up and let's read 22, 1 through 5 again. He showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and the Lamb. Now, we here on this hill in Defeated Creek, Tennessee, we live off of well water. We have a well. It's 150 foot deep out here. And with that well, I... By God's grace, we serve one, two, three, four places with one well. Praise the Lord. Ain't God good. But I have to filter it. I filter it, you know. And, uh, and uh, you know, ever so often, every month, probably every month to every six weeks, 
I have to go and I change out filter, you know, and put a new filter in because it's not pure. It's got to be cleansed a little, right? This is pure water. I don't believe we can buy water in a bottle that's like this water. You? No. no Berkey probably comes as close as we can do. <laughs> a what? A Berkey? A Berkey. A Berkey, okay. I don't have one of those yet, but it's coming. From the throne of God and of the Lamb. So you've got this pure water going out from the throne in this city, that this majestic city, 1,380-mile cube. Goodness gracious. This is beautiful. In the middle of the street and on each side of the river was the tree of life. Was the tree of life. What? The tree of life. Where was that? That was in the garden. Remember? That was in the garden. And God out of his mercy, now I preached on that, I, I touched on that this weekend. But God in mercy, think about it, man fell in the garden of Eden. And then God says, lest he puts forth his hand and takes hold of the tree of life. And so God pushes him out of the garden because now he's a sinner. Now our forefathers, our, our mother and our father were sinners and God pushes them out of the garden and puts an angel as a guard to keep the way so nobody could enter, right? We just read about gates, uh, angels that are guards because nobody can enter through these gates that, that tell a lie, that are wicked, that are sinners, they can't enter. That's amazing. No unclean, thing. no unclean thing. But this tree of life. Now, God pushed Adam out so that we would have a chance at redemption. It's mercy. If you can understand this, death is awful as it is. It's a sting. It's We all hate that we have to die. But it actually is a mercy because only through it can we be born again and saved. So God gives us the opportunity by grace, through faith, to be born again. And then through that, he promises this body still has to die, but this body is not who you are. This body is just a house you live in. So my hand, if you take my hand off, I'm still here. If you take my arm off, guess what? I'm still here. My legs, I can have no legs. I'm still here. Who I am, this is a body I live in. You live in a body. But that body is not you. You're combined with it. But this body has to go back to the earth. But God promises he's going to give us a new body. And it's going to be like Jesus, Yeshua's body. In other words, what's going to give life to it is not blood anymore. But it's going to be the spirit that brings it to life. And we're going to have a spiritual body. It's sown a natural body. It's raised a spiritual body. It's sown a mortal. It's raised immortal. Praise the Lord. Isn't this awesome? Uh, but the tree of life is there, which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And so there's healing going to come out of this city. Praise the Lord. There's no more curse. Just that one line. Think about that. Okay, some of you guys, I know i got to get off here. Some of you guys, we travel, right? Have you ever traveled and see a place like, you come from Arizona, I think about when we went and seen saw the Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah. And I stand on the banks of the Grand Canyon, and I'm like mesmerized. It is so beautiful. I'm like, awesome. Same thing happened to me the first time. I did not see the ocean until I was 34 years old for the first time. 
I'm just a hillbilly from Tennessee. The first time I walked and, and, and saw the ocean, I began to weep. It just grabbed me. This is how beautiful a fallen earth is under a curse. Think about how beautiful it is with no curse. All the curse is lifted. There shall be no more curse. Oh, this is beautiful. All right. And let's just end it with verse 5. There shall be no night there, no need, no lamp, nor light of the sun. The Lord God gives them light. They shall reign forever and ever. That brings us, so whenever we get back to daybreak, we will finish this book, starting with verse 6, as he just wraps up this book and gives us some final warnings that we need to all take heed to uh, and be sure to take heed to you. Amen. So praise the Lord. I hope this has been a blessing. Thank you for being here on Fear Not Friday. And thank you for your prayers and your love that you show us continually. I appreciate it so very much. And uh, I'm just blown away by God's love for us. And this has been a blessing. I'll be honest. We're about to finish Revelation. And when I was asked to do Revelation, I thought, I don't know. I don't know that I want to do that. But now that we're towards the end of it, I'm really glad we went through the book of Revelation. It's been a blessing to my heart. It's been an encouragement to my life. Hello, the word says you will be blessed. Yeah, and remember that. Remember that. If you read that book, you are blessed. So regardless of what time of the day you're watching this or which program you're watching or you listen to the podcast, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Amen. Amen. Love the Lord and serve him. Let's say the Lord's Prayer, and we'll sign off. Our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Have a great Friday. We're going to have a great Friday as we prepare to go. And uh, keep us in your prayers. We love you. We will be seeing you soon in Jesus' name. I do not know. I tell you what, any of you guys that's still here, I tell you what, how I choose. Either I feel like it's from really like, I feel like God gives it to me or you dedicated daybreakers that are here every day. Uh, I really listen to what you guys want. I, I think, you know, if more than one of you want a certain book, then I'm going to be like, that's what the Lord wants. So let me know what's on your heart. What would you like to go through? What's the next book you would like to go through? One of these days, we're going to have gone through all of the New Testament books. If the Lord lets us be here that long. Amen? Amen. All right. Love you guys. See you soon. Bye.